Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita, who is on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Can you keep me? Good morning. Good morning, Victory Prayer. Oh, excuse me. Can you keep me in your (laughs) prayers, please? Yes. Thank you. Good morning. This is Miss Sabrina. Good morning, Victory Prayer um, family line. Please keep me and my family in your prayer. Thank you. Okay. You said Sabrina, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Prayer for you and your family. Yes. Keep us lifted up. There's a lot been going on. Appreciate you. You're so welcome and happy Wednesday to you. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you. Good morning. This is Sister Sylvia. I have a prayer request as well. Okay, give me just one moment. I'm writing these out. Okay, I'm ready. Yes, can you please uh, keep me and my family in your prayers? My mom is transitioning. Okay. And pray for her. Her name is Rosemary. Thank you. Yes. Good morning. Prayer for your cousin, did you say, Yvonne? Okay, Yvonne, what's your cousin's name? Aisha. Okay. Aida. Aida or Aisha, Yvonne? Aida. Okay. It's Aida. Aida. Okay. Thank you so much. I want to make sure I um, have the right name down. And just a reminder, everyone, you can place your prayer requests online. You can do it through the app or um, at on our website. So keep that in mind as well as we move forward. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Velocita. Who else has joined? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I heard... Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. I heard someone else as well. Did you say Topaz? No, it's Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Grateful (laughs) Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning, Alicia. Happy Wednesday to you. 
Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you all. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Yvette calling from Lansing, Michigan. God bless. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning, Salasita. It's Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Can I ask you to pray for traveling grace for me and my grandkids? Please. Yes. We certainly will. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. We are halfway through the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Self-Control and Discipline. Continue joining us to hear the powerful declarations focusing on how yielding to the fruit of self-control will empower you to live a disciplined, God-ordained life. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign. I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Susie. She's asking for us to continue to pray for her. Sabrina is asking for prayer for her and her family. Sylvia 
is asking prayer for she and her family as her mom is transitioning. And let's just lift up her mom as well. Yvonne is asking for prayer for her cousin, Aida. And Ms. B is asking for traveling for prayer for traveling grace for she and her grandkids. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya, declaration by Dion, and then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from Romans chapter 8, verse 13. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you Please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day. Good morning, everyone. Uh, just a reminder to keep your phones on mute until um, I instruct you to come off mute, and we'll then praise God together. We'll, we'll offer God corporate praise, so please make sure you double-check your phones before we get started. Father, we just praise you today. Just excited that this is a new day full of brand new mercies, nothing recycled, nothing used from yesterday or from someone else. Brand new mercies today. Thank you for your grace, your unmerited favor. Thank you for your ability, your capacity. Thank you for being God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, die in our place when we didn't deserve it. What we deserved, according to the word, is that we deserve to die for our own sins. But you're such a merciful, loving God that you made a way for us to escape death. You made a way for us to escape death because of sin. And so, Father, we thank you and praise you. We know that this old body is going to your soul body is going to give out and you're going to call us back home at once at, at some point or another according to your word but while we're here thank you that we make a decision to make the most out of the life that we have to make the most out of the situations that we find ourselves in that we make that we make every effort and every opportunity to learn more about you to be better examples uh, to love better uh, to treat people better. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, allowing us the opportunity to be a better example, a better witness, a better, a better ambassador for you, a better representative of you. Father, we praise you and we thank you again for this day. We thank you, Father, for your keeping power. Thank you that we didn't, our name didn't get checked off last night and we got called home, but we woke up this morning woke up this morning we have the ability to see and to hear and we have the ability to get on this call this morning and participate be a part of a virtual gathering thank you lord thank you for that we praise your holy name lord i lift up those that have um sent in or or, or called in a spoken prayer request susie i'm not sure what the prayer is but father you love susie that's your daughter She's 
special in your eyes. Thank you for her tenacity to ask for prayer. Thank you for giving her a mind to believe you for whatever it is that she's asking for, God, in the name of Jesus, to believe you for your ability, for your capacity to answer whatever that prayer is. I thank you, God, for encouraging Susie's heart, even as we pray. Father, that your Holy Spirit would overshadow Susie. Ah, that she'll begin to feel your presence as she lifts her hands and begins to worship you and to thank you for who you are, for who you are to her. You're a great big God. Lord, I lift up Sabrina and her family. You know what the need is. You know what the situation is. I thank you that you are bigger than whatever the challenge is. You are bigger than the issue. You are the God that cannot fail. You are the God of the impossible. You are the God that can supply every single need, not just tangible needs, but intangible needs. And so, Father, as we lift up Sabrina and her family to you, I thank you for what you've done. I can't wait to hear the praise report of how today on June the whatever it is, June the 22nd, I think it is, uh, at 6, June the, June the 21st at 6.13, she'll be able to mark this time and testify of the goodness of God and what you did for the breakthrough. God, we thank you and we praise you for that now. Father, we lift up Sylvia and her family to you as her mom begins the journey to transition back home. Oh, what a joy to be able to witness her mom and to be able to, we've heard Sylvia's testimony time after time about heading to the city to go care for her mom. Bless her for her endeavors. Bless her, Father, for uh, being a caretaker for her mom. And God, as her mother transitions, I thank you for strengthening that family. I thank you, Lord God, for helping them to um Think about the things, the good times that they've had with her, that they will, uh, that it will bring bring joy to their mind. Father, I lift up um, Yvonne's friend Aida, Aida, um, and whatever that need is, the need was not spoken, but we lift her up, God, and ask that you would bless uh, Aida and whatever the situation is that she needs prayer. But most of all, if she doesn't know you, that this incident will encourage her, um, that will encourage her to make a decision to give her life completely to you if she doesn't know you. And Miss B, with her faithful self, being the grandmother that she is, we thank you in advance for traveling mercy, for blessing her and her grandchildren to get to their destination safely and for safe uh, care while they are where they are, wherever that is, and for safe travels back home. We we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the special things that you'll do for the grandchildren. We thank you for giving Miss B capacity, the capacity and the energy, <clears throat> excuse me, that's necessary in order to be a grandma. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your favor if they're traveling. Thank you for upgrades if they're driving. Thank you for no mechanical failures. If they're on the train, thank you, Lord Jesus, for no mechanical failures. Whatever mode of transportation that they're taking. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your favor. Now, Lord God, we bless you and we thank you um, for this opportunity. As I said, 
Lord, we want to lift up those individuals that are in this southern part of Mississippi who have been impacted, adversely impacted by severe weather conditions and any other nations or cities or states that have been impacted by adverse weather conditions. We thank you for the resources that are necessary. We thank you for protecting your people, God, in the name of Jesus. We lift up those individuals that um, <laughs> that have gone out to sea and nobody can find them with all of the equipment that we have and all of the technologies that we have that are somewhere beneath the sea. You see them. You know where they are. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would comfort the families of these individuals. I pray, Lord Jesus, if there's any foul play um, that is happening, God, that you'll expose whatever that might be in the name of Jesus. But we pray for those that are um, searching, the search and rescue committees. I thank you, Lord God, those search and rescue divers. I thank you for those individuals that are putting in resources and effort. I pray, God, that you would keep them and that you would protect them. Father, I lift up those individuals that were um, uh, that were victims of violence, uh, gun violence, over these past few days. <laughs> As we celebrated our emancipation, we had the enemy raise his ugly head and um, uh, cause violence that was unnecessary. We pray for the grieving families, Lord Jesus, and for those that are in the hospital recovering from gunshot wounds. Oh, God, there's so much to pray for. Oh, Jesus, 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 we pray for the children. We pray for the people who find themselves victims of human trafficking. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for rescuing, especially our babies, who have no idea what's going on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We lift them up. Sometimes, Father, we forget about how good we have it here in a developed nation. We can open our phones and we can open up an app and have food and supplies delivered to us, but mm, we find ourselves complaining. We have access to open public transportation to take us where we want to go, and if we don't want to be in the public, we can call a car, have it come pick us up and take it to our destination, and sometimes we complain about that. We have access healthcare. We have access, God, to specialists and medication when there are people, hallelujah, that do not. Thank you, God, that we put things into perspective and we stop being so selfish. Hallelujah. And we begin to give you thanks for who you are and what you've done for us and how you continue to provide Thank you that we got hot and cold running water. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have dwelling places. It may not be the house that we want to live in, but we have a roof over our head. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, that we have food in our refrigerator. And if we don't, we can order it. God, thank you that you supply every single one of our needs. Father, thank you that you also give us the desires of our heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this theme this month about self-discipline, 
self-control. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the change as we are more than halfway through the month. Thank you, Lord God, for the change that is beginning to take place because we are taking what we hear and we are applying it to our lives so that we can be better. Ah, better, 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 better. Better, 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 better stewards over our money. Better stewards over our time. Better stewards over the how we study your word. Better parents, better spouses, better Panama employees, better business, uh, better business owners. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray for our medical professionals, whether they are social workers or physicians or administrators. We pray for them. We pray for those that are in politics, those that love you and truly have the best interest of this country at heart. Ah, it may seem like it's only a few. And numbers don't matter to you because when we look at Gideon and the 300 who slaughtered, who slaughtered the enemy of thousands, we thank you. Lord Jesus, for those that are representing you, that find themselves in politics, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving them strategies. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving them capacity. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving them wisdom and understanding as to how they can use their political influence to ensure that the right things are happening. Father, we know that you're in control of everything, no matter what it looks like. You're in control of what is happening with um, the Trump investigation and the indictments. You're in control of what's happening at the White House, and you're in control of what's happening at our house. God, we thank you that no matter what happens in this nation, that we are covered. We don't have to fret or worry about what's going on in the banking industry. You are our source. And Father, we thank you for that. We're so thankful that we know and understand that no matter how much artificial intelligence begins to creep in and take over different systems, you are in control. There are certain things, God, we recognize must happen for the fulfillment of prophecy. So God, we won't be afraid. We will trust in you and we will celebrate you. Hallelujah. Today, this day, June the 21st, some people didn't see it. They, they were making birthday plans, but they didn't wake up this morning. Some people thought that they were going to be doing things this week, but they didn't make it. Other things happened. And Father, as we begin to take our phones off of mute, we want to celebrate the fact that we are alive. We want to celebrate the fact that we are joined here this morning giving you thanks and giving you praise. <laughs> 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 
In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, we give you thanks. Thank God. Amen. I want to make sure that you all please, please, please double check your phone. Triple check them. As you, especially if you're going to be moving around this morning, please, please check your phone. Ensure that you are on mute to protect the integrity of the call. Dion, it's in your hands. Amen, amen, and amen again. Well, good morning. God morning. Great morning. Happy Wednesday to each and every one of you, even the one that still has their phone off mute. God bless you this morning. Just a really quick reminder before we get into the process, if you would, do me a favor, glance down at your phone. Sometimes they pop off. It's easy to do. Mute your phones for us just so that we can protect the integrity of the call. Amen. It is. Another amazing wait while we wait Wednesday. It's the day that we have been intentional, deliberate, purposeful in setting aside time, space, mentally, emotionally, with regard to what we to mange, that's to eat in French. Yo tengo hambre, that's I'm hungry in Spanish. We put some things aside in an effort to draw nigh to him that he would draw nigh to us. It is his great pleasure uh, when we love him enough uh, for sacrificial time in prayer, praise, worship, um, just in meditation and being intentional, being very deliberate about building relationship and rapport with our heavenly host, with our father, with our everything, with our provider, our protector, um, El Roy God, the God that sees us right where we are in our broken places and our empty spaces. But I would extend the invitation as always every Wednesday that you would, uh, if you have the courage to want more, you have the courage to uh, desire that he meet you right where you are and be uh, the feeling God that he is. Uh, I am extremely excited about um, the results that will be yielded if you've never done so. Um, I believe that today is a special day just for you, um, that he would uh, be a blessing to you in a supernatural manifested way here in the natural, that you would be um, able to identify his hand in present moments. So I just want to encourage you, to implore you, to entreat you, uh, to join us today as we fast from now until 5 p.m. where we just connect back here uh, in an effort to give God glory, to give God praise for what he's done in advance. And then um, we have had a phenomenal time. Thank you, Tan. Thank you, Valuable, um, for hosting and for greeting. Thank you, Tan, for leading us into corporate prayer and praise. And thank you to each of you who have lended your voice, your sound um, to today's declaration. Uh, I, I am grateful, as always, for another opportunity just to share. Um, we've been having an amazing time in worship, amazing time in growth, an amazing time in accountability. And I pray that something has been said throughout this month as we are uh, Man, nearing an end of a whole nother month yet again, 
Uh, this time is moving. It's not waiting on anybody. It seems like just yesterday it was Monday. But uh, we only got about two hours left in the year. So hopefully this um, this month's share, this month's theme, will help you to kind of master some things with regard to um, living with a different expectation, a different level of accountability, um, a different level of uh, moving forward so that you can actually experience the hand of God uh, in, in a different way, not just in your life, but in the lives of those you are connected to, those you um, are are accountable for in the natural and in the spirit. Amen. All right, so we're going to talk about it. I am I'm beyond excited. I want to say this real quick. Melody, it was so good. Mellow Mel, y'all don't know nothing about Mellow Mel. It was so good to hear you pray the other morning. Jacqueline, it is always a pleasure to hear you teach. I'm so excited about your next. Thank you um, for accepting our invitation to become part of this amazing family that God has blessed me and allowed me to steward uh, for these last nine years. I look forward um, to the more that I know that God has for both of you. I just wanted to say that publicly. Um, let, let's get into it. Um, we, we've heard the definition over and 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 over again. Um, if you don't know where to locate the fruits of the Spirit, you have had your fingers in your ears. If you've not gotten to the place where you know Galatians 5, 22, 23, 24, and so on, talk about the fruit of the Spirit, honey, shame on you. <laughs> we know that self-control is uh, fruit. It is high-yielding fruit at that. Um, I, I believe that each of us have had our bouts with um, the the lack thereof or the non-demonstration of self-control probably in, in many areas, if not every area of our life over our lifespan in its totality. I know for a fact um, that, you know, once upon a time, my disciplines, my mental capacity to even expect more of myself with or without accountability has not always been in place. I'll uh, make you guys laugh and Tanya cringe. Um, I don't care. I ain't scared of her. Not that much. Just a little bit. Um, one of the things that attracted me to her life, one of the things that made her life visible to me was the level of self-control, the level of order, the level of structure that she had in her life. Um, if you know anything about me, when things are in disarray, uh, I can't function, I can't think, I can't really process my information. Like I'd never fare well with a filthy house or a dirty car or um, I, I wouldn't be a candidate for hoarding. I am at best a minimalist. Um, some of the things that, that I used to watch uh, Nadine do, that's that's what we call Tanya from time to time. Um, I would watch her with her small bag of nuts or um, it, it could be maybe quinoa chips. I don't think quinoa chips were out at that time, but most definitely she'd have a nice apple in her purse, some nuts. She'd have her um, computer 
satisfied. She have all these uh, these different things. Oh, now I get it. I was wondering what that phone was. She'd have all these different things um, compartmentalized, and she would take them out one by one. But if you don't know anything about Tanya, Tanya is a creature of habit. I promise I'm going to give you guys scripture because we're, we're talking about life application. Um, I can pretty much tell you what she's going to do, when she's going to do it, why she's going to do it, how she's going to do it, um, because of the nature of even just her rhythmic personality, right? We're still talking about self-control and discipline. Um, I did Tanya's hair for 20-something years. It's, it's how I got to glean from who she was. And um, I, I say the story a lot because it has much to do with the patterns and um, processes that I began to implement in my own life. Um, that helped me to restructure, that helped me to garner or gain um, a different level of understanding of what it looks like just to have some things in order. I've always been um, pretty organized, but Tanya is organized to a very different level. Um, can I get an amen, Sabrina and Dee Dee? <laughs> but um, not everybody is built like that. Not everybody is built for that. Um, I'll start with this. As you are becoming, it is really important that you have people around me, around you that are stronger in areas than you are. Um, Tanya by far was stronger in areas of things like punctuality. We're still talking about self-control and discipline. Um, so much so, um, just because of how my brain works, in order for me to restructure things, I create games or songs or different types of rhythmic things. I'm a creative, and so everything for me is about the aesthetics of a thing. Um, I am also extremely competitive, so I make things about beating her or <laughs> out outdoing or figuring out a way to do it one step further than she does it. But I do that for myself in my head, not to outdo her, um, kind of, sort of, but not, not in a um, coveting way, in a way that helps me to process it for me. In building relationships with people that are, are stronger, um, more defined or refined in specific areas, I have like a Sabrina. Sabrina will walk into a room, and because of the nature of her gracefulness, um, I can say stuff with five hammers, uh, a chisel, and a, 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 a whip. Sabrina is going to come back and say what she meant to say was. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, I had meant to say. <laughs> but what it's done for me. Um, and then, then there's, of course, there's, there's that Didi, right? So Didi does things her absolute own way. And so Didi will join me in all of my foolishness and folly. But then she'll say, mm -mm -mm, don't, don't do that. Mm -mm, don't say that. And I'll be like, okay, all right, right? And then I have sweet Simone, right? So Simone, her temperament is a little bit different, right? Her temperament, I can tell when Simone is uh, frustrated or annoyed because she gets really, really quiet and still, right? So I have these, what, what I call bumper guards all around me, and we're still talking about self-control and discipline. But I have all these different um, 
people with their personalities that have strengths in areas that I don't necessarily have strength in. You guys know I'm very cut and dry. I'm going to say exactly what I want. Now, I'll process it in an effort not to be, I'm not mean or uh, uh, angry or fussy. It's not my nature. But what I do know um, as, as a blood-bought, born-again believer, I do know that people make the difference in how we interact with other people. Our sole responsibility in the earth is to be love, to be salt, to be light. But more than anything, he said, make disciples. Our responsibility is to make somebody's life better than yours because of your submission to the promise that rests on your life. You need to learn how to navigate the matrixes, the metrons, um, the mantles that God has sent you in the earth to establish, right? So that being said, I want you today, and again, we're just talking about practicalities. We talked about um, how we, what we eat. We talked about the money that we spend. We spend. We talked about habits and routines and patterns. We talked about all these different things. Today, I want to talk simply about the implementation of self-discipline and um, of self-control and discipline. Okay, how to apply it to your life, what that physically looks like. So you may have some some things aesthetically that may not be becoming. You may have some habits, some routines, some things that you know, some patterns, some systems, some cycles that you know are in need of being broken, right? You know that if nothing changes here, nothing changes. If nothing shifts or rotates in this area of my life, stagnation will remain. I don't know about each and every one of you, but I don't want any resting water in my life. What What do you mean beyond resting water? Resting water is places where larvae grow, where funguses and disease sit, rest, and stay. Um, there, There is this book. Well, Sheryl, do me a favor. Um, either Rochelle or Nashara, send me the name of that, I mean, the author of the name of that book, uh, The Miracle of Water. The miracle of water. Um, it's, I know it's in um, my Amazon store. It's in my Amazon store. Um, let Let's go to the word and um, let Let's just apply a couple of things. I'm going to give you quite a few scriptures today. So if you haven't done so, I mean, you don't have to. It's completely up to you. You can You can stay there and not operate in self control. Um, Amen. It's uh, Masura Emoto, the miracle of water. Christina, thank you. Uh, Masura, M-A-S-A-R-U, Masuru Emoto. One of the most interesting books, and I'm going to say this because there there is new age vernacular in the book. I'm not telling you to be new age. Telling you to uh, put stuff in your filter, in your sister, shake down what's necessary, and pour out the rest. But it's a very powerful um, um, depiction and um, a, a very intense study on the behavior of water when it is 
frozen in the company of whoever it's frozen in. I'm not going to give you the details. You can listen to it on YouTube. It is called The Miracle of Water. You can download it. Um, it's an ebook, but it is an amazing, amazing, amazing read. Uh, it will it will start to change how you feel about the literal molecular structure of you. We're just talking about practicality in applying self-control and discipline. Thank you, Rochelle. Um, right, so let's go into um, to scripture, right? And I want to talk first and foremost about self-control in our speech, in our languages, how we talk in our cadence, in our tone, in our pitch, in our movement uh, verbally. Proverbs 29 and 11 says, a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back, right? A fool gives vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Are you capable of managing, maintaining, um, and implementing new language, new vernacular, new sound, new auditory um, tools in an effort to demonstrate out of the abundance of the heart your mouth speaks? Let, let's catch another one. Psalms 141, 3 and 4. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not let my heart incline to any evil. To busy myself with wicked deeds in company with men who work iniquity and let me not eat of their delicacies. So in other words, uh, God, give me um, the, the presence of mind, the cognizance of mind to be mindful of my words. That book that I just mentioned um, will help to give credence and or additional understanding to why I even mentioned it. I encourage you, it don't, won't cost you nothing. If you want to buy the book, you can buy it from my Amazon store um, because it's worth the read. It will help you, especially if you know um, if at the forefront of your mind sits a negative thought all the time. You find yourself consistently speaking low of yourself, speaking down about this, that, and the third, talking about your my diabetes, my cancer, my mental illness, my bipolar disorder. We don't own any of that stuff. When we were made, we were made perfect in his likeness and in his image. Everything about everything that you are was designed and or created to be perfect, but that has to be not just your mentality. It also has to be your language, your vernacular. One of the first things that we'll say, especially when somebody is new to the call, we'll say you have to change your language. What I've discovered is begin to change your language and you'll instantly see your life start to shift to follow your words. Your words are the driving force of what's next, what's now, what's how, what's why, and what's when. It is your responsibility to release words of life, of power, of authority, and dominion. I am the righteousness of God. I am the head only and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed in the city and in the field. Wealth and riches are in my house. You have to know what to put credence to. It's your responsibility, right? So James 1 and 19 says, know this, my beloved brothers, 
Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. You ever met somebody that's always complaining? I mean, every chance they get, wah, 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 wah. Sabrina would decode that. Say what she meant to say. <laughs> no, I meant to say, wah, wah. Honey, shut up. Just forget it. Life is too short to be that miserable, to be that angry, to complain that much. What I've discovered is the more I say, God, I thank you for being a great provider. You've been better to me than 10 husbands. God, I bless you for being uh, an open door. I thank you for the windows of heaven that you supply every need above and beyond anything I could ever think, hope for, or imagine. God, I bless you because you've been a sovereign father. God, I may not I have known my biological father, but thank you for teaching me how to be fathered. When you use your words to edify, to build up, to lift up, you always experience the evidence of that being your truth. Ask me how I know. How about that? Right? Now, then Isaiah 53 and 7 says it like this. A fool's lips walk into a fight. And his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his ruin, and his lips are the snare of his soul. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's Proverbs 18, 6 and 9. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. Proverbs 18, 6 and 9. Proverbs 13 and 3 says it like this. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin, right? So in other words, that means be quiet. Find yourself listening far more than you find yourself talking. My grandmother, and I'm sure your grandmother and their grandmother said, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. I'm sure everybody could have uh, probably recited that with me. We have a tendency as believers and contingent upon what um, denomination perhaps you grew up in or um, what, what your household or authority figures may have or may not have poured into you. Um, we have a tendency um, to harp on the, the thing that didn't go the way we planned it. Uh, what I have discovered is even the things that didn't go the way I planned it, um, may have happened, what I know today, without a shadow of a doubt, is that Romans 8 and 28 is actively operating to employ the truth of the word of God. There is a difference between what is true and what is truth. They are not the same. They are similar in nature, but one has a variance and one is considered concrete, solid. It stands alone. It never changes. There is no fluctuation. Uh, it is true that um, I I've had some difficult seasons in my life, but the truth is I was designed to dominate from a place of occupancy. I was designed, created to stand flat-footed, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For such a time as this, we understand that men are only born for times and seasons in which they are needed. 
the truth does not negate um, the, what's true does not negate the truth. The truth is cemented in the heavens. It is written. It is established in the books of us, even when we don't get it, even when we don't understand, even when we don't have the capacity to receive it, right? Um, uh, one thing I love about God is he is so constant. You can set your clock to the truth of who he is. You can get yourself established in the reality um, that he never fails. It is impossible. Even when um, those moments of rape and molestation, those segues of trauma um, and life situations and circumstances, I know in the moment you could never uh, imagine in your mind, how could God allow this to happen? How could God uh, uh, let so-and-so happen to me? But the truth is, Romans 8 and 28 is in operation. There's a thing that even is established in the trauma, and I can use, as I can see it in my mind, Lazarus and the grave, and his sister saying, our, our brother would not have died if you had been there. I needed him to die. You don't understand that we all have an obligation to die first so that it is no mistake. There is no argument about the fact that God, that God is a restoring God. His responsibility is to let us see a thing die. I'm so grateful that he gave me a mind to die. Uh, my old language had to die. My old habits and patterns had to die. My understanding of who I thought I was, the person I created to survive, she had to die that he might live through me. Greater, hallelujah, is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We're talking about self-control and discipline. In order for you to get to next, you've got to start with your rudder. You've got to start with your tongue. You've got to start with your words. You've got to start with your mouth. I am created uh, to establish a thing in the earth. I am designed specifically for purpose. I'm an arrow of the master archer. Hallelujah. I'm a battle axe in the hand of the yielder. We have to know who we are. That begins with saying things that sometimes you don't necessarily uh, believe yet. Right? But that's why the word of God says it like this. Now faith comes by hearing, that's in Genesis, uh, hearing by the word of God. The unfortunate part is that for many of us, for many of our generations, you've been called stupid and dumb and uh, ugly and fat and uh, bald-headed and black and white and all the different stuff. And unfortunately, because we have um, a subconscious mind, those things rest in the history of who we used to be because we haven't understood the principle of God throws things into the sea of forgetfulness as far as the East is from the West. There are so many times people walk up to me and say, yeah, I remember you said so-and-so, honey, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Clueless, oblivious, don't know. Um, remember you did so-and-so and such-and-such? And such and such and I, I have no recollection. 
of any of that. I'm so grateful. I mean, still talking about self-control and discipline. See, after a while, when you start to condition your heart, when you start to condition your mind um, on how to think differently, how to move differently, how to operate differently, you start to forget about those old systems. Honey, if I didn't have anything else to do, I could never do that again. That's so whack. Not only is it whack, but I don't want to do, be bothered with anything that pulls me outside of purpose and promise. It's a waste of my gas. It's a waste of my time. If it's not something that I value, if it's not something that aligns with my purpose, I don't want to do it. Self-control starts to change the narrative about how you think, even about day-to-day engagements. One of my favorite things to say, honey, I ain't doing that at all. That's a waste. Nope, not doing it. I'm busy. Right? So so let, let's go just a little bit further. Let's go a little bit further. Um, uh, 1 Peter 4 and 7 reads as follows. And the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Listen, that means that you have to be cognizant of what you put in the atmosphere concerning your prayer life if you have one. Um, it means that you have to be a guard over the things that you've stated so that when you say a thing, you stand on a thing. Having done, hallelujah, all to stand, stand. Therefore, it's our responsibility to be steadfast in a thing. It's our responsibility to be committed to the commitment. We have to make active decisions. Self-control will cause you to make a decision and stand firm on it. It'll cause you to make a decision and rest in it. It'll cause you to make a decision and be comfortable in knowing that God already has the thing established or it wouldn't be in your heart. He said, I will give you the desires of your heart. A lot of times we um, misconstrue what that means. It, It doesn't mean that everything you long for, everything you think you want, he's going to do, but he'll give you the self-control and the discernment to know the difference between the seeds that have been planted of the heavens and the seeds that have been planted from your selfishness or from your greed or from your coveting or from even your jealousy. There is a line of demarcation. Again, there's a difference between what is the truth and what is true. You have to be able to identify what is the truth. Right? And the spirit of truth will come in. That's why we fast on Wednesdays. We fast on Wednesdays as a seed into our ability to be self-controlled, to be disciplined in living, because this is not just something that we do on Wednesday. It's a matter of doing um, what Simone said on last Wednesday, living a fasted life. My life is fasted. There are certain things I cannot do. There are certain places I cannot go, and it took me seven years um, of un- uh, of deprogramming and unconditioning my mind of, of running. I can stay in the house, me personally, for months. It would not bother me. Once upon a time, that was not my story. That's a different level of discipline, right? Because I, I don't, I don't want to listen to everything outside. I don't want to feel all the emotions that I have to feel when I go outside. I don't want to have half the conversations. But I know you can't do ministry from in your house. But what I'm saying is that took years. I was a road runner 
uh, because I was trying to avoid all the things I didn't know how to navigate through, all the spiritual gifts that I didn't know what to do with because I didn't grow up in a culture where they were cultivated. They were more taunted or um, shunned or, uh, you know, they'd call me a witch or all of the other stuff. So I didn't want to be bothered with people. But how many of you know that it takes self-control and discipline to even yield your gift to the nations, no matter what people say? The word says, fear not their faces. I don't care what you think of me on today. <laughs> that is a fruit of self-control. That is a fruit of discipline, I promise, because it's not fun. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't look good. But it is what it is, right? Today, I get it. I get it, and, and y'all got to deal with it, not me. Take it up with my daddy. All right, let, let's go just a little bit further. Um, as a, a believer, as a discipler of men, we have a responsibility to live our faith, our life out loud. Some people will say to me, Dion, I'm, I'm really private. Honey, don't nobody care about your funky privacy. Who do you think you are? I'm going to stop right there and let you sit in that, and whoever's annoyed, I don't care. You don't have a right to your privacy. You don't have a right to your little isolated life. You don't have a right to keep your scars and your bruises and your cuts and your bumps to yourself. Your life does not belong to you. Yes, I said it. You don't have a right to any of it. <laughs> right? Let, let me give you some words. So Titus 2 and 2 says, older men are to be sober-minded. Dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Well, what that means is how do we know if you live a steadfast life? How do we know if you master being sober-minded? How do we know if you live a dignified life? How do we know if you are sound in faith? How do we know if you're, you're super private and you know, I don't want nobody to know. Honey, shut up. Just, we need you. We need your bumps and custom bruises. We need to know you survived. Mute your phone. Overcame. We need to know that you got through. We need to know that it, it, it was not just by how smart and how sharp you are, but God's grace kept you. Right? God's mercy helped you to endure. Second, uh, Corinthians, I'm sorry, Corinthians 9, 24 and 27. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and in honor. Honey, how do we know? That's a whole conversation. That's that's not something easy, especially for adults who have been sexually active or you have had relationships. It's not easy to make an active decision to be set apart. It's not easy, but it's doable. <laughs> now, could I always say that? I wanted to cuss right there. Absolutely not. Right, but today I understand the value of it. I understand not only the value of it, but I understand the example that needs to be set, not just for me, but for the nations. It's a responsibility. Now, that's one thing when you a hundred years old and ain't nobody studying you anyway, <laughs> unless they're gonna iron you out. Um, it, it's a whole different thing when you are alive and vibrant and still got it uh, going on. You still got it put together, but you've not gotten to the place where you value your purpose more than you value your temporary feelings. 
it's a process. You need people around you that support you and hold you accountable and will ask you some questions, especially if you're a believer and you're dating. It's a big deal, and it matters. It really, it does. Now, did I always say that? Absolutely not. I didn't want to talk about it because that made me accountable, right? All right, let's go to, um, is that, I think I gave y'all the wrong, I did. I gave y'all the wrong uh, section. I gave you the wrong scripture. It actually was Thessalonians 4, 3 and 4. Thessalonians 4, 3, and 4. All right, so um, so let's go. First, Thessalonians 5, 6 through 8. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk by night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober having put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet of hope, salvation. Right? Um, what does that mean? That That's really more than anything talking about the guard that we put on our thought process, the guard that we put on our lifestyle and what that looks like. Even this word drunk, um, if you go and you do a, a, a study on the, the passage of scripture, it's not talking about um, the intoxicated drunk. It's talking about living um, a, a drunkard lifestyle. That just means being wayward, out of control, not committed to anything other than what it is that makes you full, what it is that makes you satisfied, right? And so we, we get to a place where we understand um, that according to Luke 9 and 23, and it says, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself up his cross daily and follow me. This this process um, of, of living kingdom is the best decision I have ever made in my whole life. I thought I choose God when, chose God when in reality, he chose me a very, very long time ago. My decision to be submitted to him, my decision to surrender my life to him um, took force, right? Because God is such a a vehement God. He is so adamant about uh, his people and how he loves us. He will put you in places of pain until um, you begin to pursue. Because after a while, you just want to figure out how to come out, how to get out, how to navigate out of the broken place, right? What I've discovered is you will absolutely bend until you bow. Right, Dion, what do you mean? That means that our lives without God considering he sent us for an original intent and purpose, are full of perversion. You will always feel the bend until you bow. It is the moment that you bow. It is the moment that you, okay, God, I surrender. It's the moment you wave the white flag and say, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know what exactly I'm going to have to do to get to the other side, but God, I'll do it. I'll do what you say. I'll go where you send me. I'll say what you say, say, no matter what anybody thinks or feels about it. God, I'll be who you need me to be, to resemble you, to have a heart after you, to love like you, um, to, to 
consider others above myself like you, God, to not defend myself like you, God. I, I will do all the things that are necessary, but it takes a level of self-control and discipline. Now, do I have everything down to a science? Absolutely not. Do I blow it sometimes? Most certainly. You better believe your bottom dollar. I do. I'm no different than you. The only difference between me and a lot of other people, believers alike, pastors, teachers, leaders, all the rest of them, I made a decision to live it. I made a decision to live it, and I don't live it perfectly every day, but I'm committed. I'm committed to die trying. Whatever I got to do, however long it takes, whatever I got to say, whatever I got to sacrifice, if you tell me I can't go to the thing, listen, I'm not going to that thing. I don't care who invited me. If I have a, an agenda of my own, um, he will correct me and tell me, no, you're, you're, I know you said, you told him what you was going to do, but I'm telling you what I said, dude, mm. well, like, as my grandmother would say, well, ain't that a killer? <laughs> Right? And so you when you keep living, you keep living and you, you keep growing, you keep becoming, you keep submitting that the self control that's necessary, the self control that, that we all need to live, uh, to grow, to become and to master in our lives is our responsibility. We gotta get to a place where our thought process, our ideas, our uh, motivation is completely dedicated to the truth of who God says we are above our feelings, above our thought processes, above our ideas. It is our responsibility to move in the truth of who God says we are no matter what was true once upon a time. Now, I pray, I have Five million more little notes, but I'm going to leave us at that. We can talk about a little bit more during the love, life, and victory conversation. I'm sorry. I didn't even realize it was 708. I could do this thing all day, every day, and never run out of words because I get it. Y'all, listen, listen. Can I tell y'all a secret? This level of joy, this level of understanding, and, and listen, I, gotta, I only know little bitty bits and pieces, let me tell it. This level of understanding that I have about the fact that God is our Father and His love for us is immense, y'all. It's it's way greater than than we understand. That even I only understand a fraction of it. But it's a joy that cannot be contended with. It's a peace that cannot be reconciled. This peace is irreplaceable. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Is everything perfect all the time? Absolutely not. It's not. But um, this is that that thing that, that he said, uh, peace that surpasses all understanding. Listen, I get it. I am free and free indeed. Like this level of liberation from a simple yes. The kind of yes that comes from every area of your life, from uh, the very pit of your soul, from your spirit, from your mind, your will, and your emotions. God, I just got a yes. Where are we going? What are we doing? How are we doing? It is so dope. You, I, I felt like I was going to be missing things, right? I felt like I was going to be absent things. But the reality is, man, I'm so mad I wasted so much time. I promise I am. If I could do it, if I could get a mulligan, 
If I could do it all over again, if I could start from scratch when he started like chasing me, dragging me, honey, I've, I've been getting drugs since I was about 23, 24, <laughs> a long, long time. It's been a long time, y'all. But I'm, I'm grateful to God that today I'm standing here. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And y'all, guess what? I didn't discover it. I didn't found out. I fooled around and bought into the kingdom truth of who I am. I'm flying him. And not because of what I do and not because of what I have, because I don't have a whole bunch. But guess what? I know more even than that. I don't need a whole bunch, but every single one of my needs he supplies. He's good. That's that's all I got. He is so kind and gracious and considerate and thoughtful. When you obey him, there's a, a different level of, thank you, Daddy. There's a different level of gratitude. Honey, I wish sick would. You will see. I don't have time to be sick. I don't have time to be sad. I don't have time to be anxious. I don't have time to settle. I don't have time to apologize. I don't have time for regret. I don't have time for fear. I don't have time for failure. All I know is all of his promises are yes and amen. I pray I said something that made you thirsty for living water this morning. I pray I said something that makes you hunger and thirst for righteousness because there's a promise out there with your name written on it. It says, they who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. And there's a spread table that's set with anything you could ever think you wanted, desired, or needed to have it. And it's for you. So that being said, somebody uh, has a, a speaker. If you turn us off speaker, so that it stops echoing, that would be great. Um, there may be somebody that joined the line. Of course, we'll we'll open up with the men first. Um, if there are any men that want to say good morning, feel free to do so. Good morning, sister. <laughs> You're welcome to say good morning now before we open it up to any new callers and to all of our regulars. Any men. I'll give you guys a couple of seconds because I know that Rochelle's probably unmuting people. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, family? Hey, good morning. Any other men? Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Sarge. Happy Wednesday. Hey, good morning. Good morning. This is good. Good morning. This is Jr. Good morning. Thank you. Hey, Jr. Good morning. Any other man? Amen. If not, there may be somebody that just joined the call. You may have been on the line for a little while. You've never had an opportunity to say good morning. You're welcome to do so now, first-time callers. All right, and if there be none, all right, y'all, Ali Ali Oxen free. Hey, good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> good morning. 
Good morning. Top of the morning. This is Miss Sabrina. Um, I just want to thank everybody um, that prayed and um, just thank everybody. Thank you, Dion. And this this is a good topic. I just thank God for being back and just always remembering He's still in control and He's still on the throne, no matter what I'm going through. Amen. And I'm just Amen. so grateful. And um, that's the ch- that self, that self. Go ahead, go ahead, D. <laughs> no, I I just was telling you that's the truth. You just spoke yeah. the truth. <laughs> you know, and I've been going through some things, but I'm powerless over it. You know what I'm saying? And I just have mm-hmm. to surrender in that self discipline. Boy, I tell you, I came back right on time because I I I I've been. Having been around some folks and some folks has been having me stepping out of my character. I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. I have, I grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So I did have to tap with that. Well, thank you for tapping in, darling. We appreciate your sound this morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Dion. This is Liberated Liberty. Happy Wednesday. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, Christiana. Good morning, Great, great, great declaration. I'll be praised. Hello, good morning. It's Moxie's first great declaration. Hey, Mox Delicious. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning, Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Sonia, darling. Good morning, darling. <laughs> Good morning, Elf. Hey, Elf girl. Hey. Good morning, Dion. This is glorious. Hey, Good morning, Brianna the Backer. Great declaration. Hey, man. Good morning, Bree. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's jubilant to Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Good morning. This is Mary. God bless you. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I just heard your Good name, morning. Mary. Your name is Mary. Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, Mary. Mm-hmm. No, it's Mary, M-A-R-Y. Mm-hmm. No, I I know your name is M-A-R-Y, but the Lord said your name is Mary, Mary. I agree M-E- with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. I like it. That was cute, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Good morning, Dion. Joyful Jacqueline. Hey, Joyful Jacqueline. You didn't 
thing. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> there it is. There it is. You know I made my fall in the morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Hey, hey, Happy Wednesday. Swanita. I was going to say, that's Juanita, huh? <laughs> Good morning, Juanita. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Can anybody else? Amen. Good morning. Hey, go ahead. Good morning, Dion. It's Miss Good morning. Hello, Miss Good morning. I'm amazing this morning. I have absolutely no complaints. And I mean N-O-N-E. Good morning, Dion. It's me, Mary. Hey, me, Mary. Good morning. (laughs) You sound amazing. I just got to say good morning. Good morning, Lisa. I'm just loving the giggle, the cornet, and the joy, and the smile in your heart that we're here on the line. I put such a smile in my heart, sister. (laughs) It is. It's true. Amen. Yeah. She sounds cheery like the conductor, (laughs) and the orchestra is playing their sounds every time they get on and say good morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, make you want to say good morning, right? Miss <laughs> Nancy and from Apple. <laughs> and I see Martha and Mary. I feel like Miss Nancy. Amen. Amen. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary at all? Hey, D, is she on? Yeah, I'm following in. I got these folks. I'm and then who else? I'm sorry. Prashonda. Prashonda. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. The Grace here this morning. I appreciate um, um, you helping us to understand um, the circle that we have around us that create balance. Because I know if so, I didn't have some of these sisters, honey, I would be Tasmanian deviled out, including you. <laughs> so I thank you for just reminding us about the balance and how to, um, that they remind you of the self-discipline and self-control that we have. It's always a decision. You know, we don't have to react. I always tell my kids all the time, it's called react. You reinventing or redoing what they did, you don't have to do it. So make a decision to, you know, do what you need to do and keep it in order. Um, So, yeah, great share. Love you, sis. Love you more. Great declaration. I was just going to echo what she said. Um, you know, those friends that you over there rolling your neck and you got parsley on your teeth while you're talking smack to us, you know, hug you and say, I want to. Or you're slipped opinion or whatever it is that balance uh, tribe, those accountability partners. Um, I really appreciate you sharing that. God bless you. Amen. It's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but it, I promise. Great share. I wanted to, one of my takeaways is um, knowing that self-control is a high-yielding fruit. When we think about investments yes. and savings, you know, we want something with a high yield. So really, as we continue to the month and talking about this, 
fruit, self-control. I pray that everybody is really understanding how valuable, they're all important, but the high yield that comes with self-control. So thank you for that. It's the truth. That it's was rich. Who just said that? Jacqueline. That Jack- oh, my gosh. That was rich. This is Tanya. Dion claims that she's my friend and she's my sister. But right. don't let her trick you telling people's business. And she be, she she add a little something to it, probably. I don't remember all of the details, but whatever. I'll be telling the truth. Mm, whatever. I'll be saying what's true and what's the truth, so. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you more. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Amen. We all know we don't have to stay. It's 723. I can absolutely give you some time back because I got some business this morning. I get to go outside. Y'all don't understand, honey, when you've been in the house for as long as I've been in the house and then you're forced to go outside, it's a whole different ball game. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. So I'll do a going once, going twice. All right, y'all. Well, we will meet right back here at 5 p.m. after our fast. For those of you that are fasting with us, um, if you've never done it before, um, if today is your first time, I invite you um, to step on to uh, the other side. Something different happens when you start yielding. Something different happens when you start um dying to yourself, things begin to change. And I assure you that it will begin to bless your life very differently. So I want to encourage you to implore you to um, help you to empower yourself to move into next. It's so worth it. Um, It's a great, great investment of um, an understanding and understanding that there absolutely is more. There's more to be gleaned. There's more to be understood. Uh, there's more embarked upon. But you have to make a decision that you believe your life is worth the investment of time. So that being said, um, I won't hold you any longer. Uh, I love you with the love of the Lord. Um, I pray that you have an empowered day. Uh, and, and do it on purpose. You deserve it. All right, guys, I'll hear you guys right back here at 5 p.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you all. Walk in victory. Amen. Have a good day. Have a good day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone.